I am Jenna Worley, and you are listening to Season 2 of Colorado State University History Department's podcast, The Land Grant Chronicles, written and recorded by the students in the History of Outdoor Recreation class. This season explores the crisis of outdoor recreation in the United States. This episode tells the story of the building of Denver's mountain parks. The Denver Mountain Parks was an idea creating access to Colorado's beautiful landscape while also preserving the land for generations to come. The idea was first proposed by an entrepreneur named John Walker, who was committed to giving whoever entered Colorado access to look at its beauties in the environment. He planned to make the Colorado Mountain Parks a place where tourists wanted to stay, not somewhere they wanted to just stop by. With Walker's vision of what the parks could become, Mountain Park Committee stood behind his idea and said in December of 1911, a mountain park for Denver will be the first step and perhaps the greatest step in the great movement of making our mountains available for people. Such a park will yield untold pleasure to the people of Denver and as an attraction to visitors will prove a commercial asset worth 100 times its cost. With this magnificent idea in hand, the only setback was how and who was going to provide the money needed to turn the idea into reality. The committee had drafted an amendment to the city's charter that would allow them to establish a new property tax to collect money to use and buy, build, and establish the mountain parks. Majority of the people who voted for the new amendment with the advertised idea of building a beautiful landscape that all of Colorado could gain access to, and thus in 1912, the Mountain Park Charter Amendment was passed. In this point in time, you could already see the value the parks had on the community. For the entrepreneurs, it was a way to build capital. For the government, it created a new way to draw in tourists and make them stay in the mountains longer. And for locals, it was a new backyard waiting to be explored. Quickly after the amendment was passed, a man named Frederick Law Olmsted Jr. was hired to begin planning the landscape of the parks along with the roads that would get them there. Olmsted saw nature as a place to relax, be mesmerized by, and get away from the everyday commotions that average middle-class American experience. The outdoors was something to be adored and loved by many. Olmsted was a very ambitious man with high hopes of what he could accomplish by making every park based around its natural charm and accessibility while also having preservation his top priority. Olmsted's first course of action was planning road construction so visitors could access the newly established mountain parks, the first of which were Guinness Park and Lookout Mountain Park. During this time in America, the automobile industry was booming and people were able to take their own vehicles to park instead of relying on the railroad. Olmsted used this to his advantage while construction the Lariat Trail Road he connected to the top of summit of Lookout Mountain. This road was strategically rooted to pass the most beautiful scenic places so visitors could never stop looking at their window. The idea of capturing visitors for longer didn't stop there. The city had the idea of creating a loop of well-built roads that connected Golden, Lookout Mountain, Guinness Park, Bergen Park, Bear Creek Canyon, and Morrison. Travelers who had a car were able to make a loop to all of the parks before returning back to the city. With the development of roads also came the new idea for new development. 
Ovidius could take a nice rest overnight and continue their journey. And there began the increasingly popular leisure activity for you and all your family to enjoy. Over 100 years later, Colorado is still trying to capture the same idea Olmsted had for the Denver Mountain Parks, whether it be capturing the untouched scenic view or making those views accessible for all of the public to explore. Still, these values are in our modern-day society. In 2008, the Denver Mountain Parks Foundation was started to increase awareness about the parks as well as support the efforts Olmsted made in the creation of the parks themselves. The foundation's mission is to preserve, protect, and enhance these recreational resources through a public and private partnership that can engage city representatives and interested citizens. The foundation wanted to support the development of what they saw had been neglected with the parks, which sparked the new master plan for the parks. The plan aimed at reinvesting into the parks to bring the original vision back to life. Even after almost 100 years, Olmsted's perspective on natural land still influences the way we choose to build and develop the Denver Mountain Parks. 